We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is 7.08. It is still talking. And I know, I know this is not Gerilyn Steele. This is Shaletta Brundage. Hey, y'all. I am going to be here until damn near midnight, and I am excited about it because I get to fill in for the one and only, the legendary Geraldine Steele on Steele Talking. This show has been on CCO Radio on Sunday nights for 20 plus years, and it is my privilege um, to stand in for her in her absence. And Jonathan is there. Hey, Jonathan. Evening. Hey. Okay, so what time are we done? Because, you know, I could talk all night. I mean, you know, if you want to break some records or something, if you want to, you know, go and call the Guinness folks, I mean, we can go to 1, 2 in the morning. I don't know what time you want to be done because I got a babysitter. For the the sanctity of the radio station <laughs> and the sanctity of my sanity, we're done at 11. <laughs> you, you know what? Um, you made me spit on myself. I'm not sure how that's possible, but it happened. Um, and so, uh, so 11 o'clock is when we're done. Okay. Because I've been calling people like, you want to come on the radio with me? I think I'm on to like one in the morning. So 11 o'clock then. Okay. No, this is not the, uh, the marathon show. <laughs> we, we are not, uh, we are not Jerry Lewis. Okay. We and we're not, not raising any money. We're not, we're raisi- not, th- we're not raising okay. any money for Shriners or, uh, St. Okay. Jude or okay. you know, any Just, you know, children's hospital or, no, or whatever like the case. Okay. No, we're, okay. we, we have a set defined timeline. Okay. So I am done completely done at 11 o'clock. Yes, okay. Yes. All right. I didn't, I did not, I did not know. And I wanted to make sure I was prepared. I got my cough drops. I got my hot tea. I got my hot toddy. So it is going to be an amazing night. Jonathan has some great guests lined up. He and Chris Tubbs took good care of me. And I'm so um, honored to kick off this show with a New York Times columnist talking about an issue that um, is near and dear to my heart, um, wealth and women, and particularly Hispanic women, and the lack of collective wealth uh, for my Latina sisters. And there are a number of issues that contribute to the lack of wealth uh, for Hispanic women. Um, and, and, and we have to dive into that because the Institute for Women's Policy Research um, did a study last year um, that compared uh, every other racial, ethnic, and gender group, and Latinas earn the least. Why is that? Why are they unbanked? 
Why are they not down at Burma Bank getting an account so they can begin to build wealth for the next generation of Latina women? You know, it seems like we take two steps forward and three steps back. But Tammy LaGorge um, wrote a column in the New York Times about this very topic. And she is joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. And Tammy, I just can't thank you enough. I am so honored that you joined me tonight um, to be on the show. This column in the New York Times is amazing. How did you begin writing it? Was it the study from the Institute of Women's Policy Research? Or did you just look around and say, we need to talk about this and have this discussion? Hey, Shaletta. First, thanks for having me on. It's such a privilege to talk with you. And um, cool that you're hosting this show tonight. I didn't know you were you were standing in. So very cool. Very cool. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> and um, to answer your question. Yes, absolutely. I felt this is something we need to talk about. But but um, it's kind of interesting how it started, um, how we got the idea for the story. It was it was um, I wrote a different story uh, six or so months ago about how the pandemic really messed women up when it comes yeah. to retirement savings more oh. than men, you know, more than men. Mm-hmm. And one of the sources for that story said, well, you know, if you want to look at subgroups of women, think about Latinas. You know, they they live the longest and they earn the least. Mm. And it turns out that's not entirely true because there's they're, Asian women, I guess, live a little bit longer than Latina women on average. But um, but they do earn the least. And so we wanted to, you know, devote some significant, um, you know, space to that that issue. It's it's um, it's it's just it's terrible. It's horrible. And this is the thing. Why are they earning the least? Because my Latina sisters are some of the hardest working women I know. Um, They know how to work it out, baby. They will fit 28 hours of work into a 24-hour day. And, I mean, they're running circles around most other groups of women. And so you're thinking, well, why are they earning less money when they're working harder than anybody? Well, you know what? I'll tell you what one of my sources said, too. She said, they do the jobs nobody else wants to do. Mm. You know? And not only that, it's a problem that, that's uh, there, there, there's an enormous problem for all women, which you know well, which is we, we are the caregivers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, Latina women especially – they they feel it's their responsibility to take care of not only their children but their elders. So mm-hmm. in the story, we talk to a couple of women who say it's in our culture. We do not, you know, put our our parents our they don't they're not going to put them in a nursing home. No, ma'am, they're going to put them in the house. It. They're going to put them in a hospital bed. They will put them in the middle of the living room and let them watch Wheel of Fortune and The Price Is Right, <laughs> and somehow still work three jobs and still not That's have it. enough money to make ends meet. Girl, what in the hell is going on? I know it's not right. It is not right. Not right. But, you know, fortunately, a lot of the folks in the story said, look at the younger generation of Latinas. They're learning from their mothers, their aunts, their mm-hmm. grandmothers, and they're, they're going to college and they're learning about finance and, 
you know, how to how to connect with financial advisors and stock some money away for retirement. Because, you know, you know how it is. You do not want to be relying strictly on Social Security when you're an old lady. You just don't no. want that. Or a man. Um, no, and that's no, traditionally, um, you know, Latina women are the backbone of the family, but they will defer to that man. And, girl, you yeah. and I both know the mortality rate for Latina men, Latino men, is, um, you know, in comparison to white and African-American and Asian men, they die sooner. And so then you have, you know, all these Latina women, our elders in that community, and they are unmarried. They are on their own. And like you said, they are living on a very low fixed income. Right, right, right. I mean, it's sad. In the story, there's a woman whose who's mother is Mexican-American, and she's, you know, picking up plastic bottles for extra money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, we got to take a quick commercial break, Tammy, but when we come back, I want to talk about the stigma that the young Latino women face um, because I know a lot of times the elders look at them and think they're being selfish. They don't want to take care of their abuela. You know, they're going and trusting these banks. You can't trust them. Um, you know, and, and it seems uh, for a lot of young Latina women who are trying to break the cycle, like they're being traitors um, to the traditions um, of their people. And I want to hear from you about that when we come back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This story in the New York Times has everybody buzzing, everybody talking. Why? How? Did it get to this? Tammy uh, Lagorsha's uh, column is going viral. I've shared it on my social media platforms. And as soon as I send it to somebody I know, they already say, girl, I seen this. You know, I'm sharing it with my Hispanic friends, uh, Estrella Carter. Um, She is a real estate agent with Caldwell Banker. And, um, you know, it's about the lack of wealth, the lack of collective wealth for Hispanic women and the issues that contribute to that. And, you know, before Mm -hmm. the break, Tammy, thank you so much for sticking around with us. She's joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. But 
you know, the, the younger generation of Latina women who say, you know what? I love a boiler, but she going to go on over here to Shady Pines because I got to get out here and make this money. I'm starting a business. I'm doing drop ship. I'm, you know, investing. I'm doing my cryptocurrency thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I got my food truck and, you know, I, I can't, um, get off at three o'clock and come home and change a boiler's diaper and flipper and make sure she eats a puree food. Girl, there's some people I can pay to do that so that I can build this wealth. But, but those young Latino women and men are met mm-hmm. with resistance because it bucks the tradition and the culture and the norms. You know, how are they handling that? Um, you know, th- this is a this is a determined generation of young yes, it is. Latinas. Uh, Gen-, Gen Z, you know, women in their 20s, some millennials, they are determined to break this cycle. So uh, in my experience, if they ha- if that means, you know, getting somebody to come into the house and look after abuela, then then they do that. But I don't I don't think they're any less committed to providing the care. You know, as you said, these are hardworking women. They're gonna they're gonna get the job done and and um, and be loving at the same time. So yeah, I, yeah, I think I think uh, Gen Z is is managing to pull off some pretty good stuff i don't know how they're dealing with the stigma i don't either Uh, i I don't yeah i don't i don't know how because they're doing um what they can and how they can and still the eyes are rolling um still it's um you don't really care and, and they're trying um, and it's it's hard to hold on. And I know just for me, being a black woman, it's hard to hold on to those traditions and still put one foot forward um, to try mm-hmm. to get to your next level of greatness. Now, when you were writing this column for the New York Times um, about Hispanics, women's lack of collective wealth, what was the one thing that surprised you more than anything? Um, hmm. I learned so much doing the story, but but one thing that sticks with me is uh, something that Judy, Cha- Judy Chapa, who is one of the experts I talked to, an educator, a financial ed- educator, she said, um, you know, everybody, think about how you feel when you talk about money. Everybody wants to talk about money in their own language. Imagine if somebody started talking to you about your your retirement money in Spanish and you were expected to, you know, (laughs) to follow along and be, I don't speak Spanish. Um, But, but the point is we have to make, you know, make education available to Latinas in the language that they speak so Mm. that they can, they can have, you know, a better understanding of what they need to save, how social security works, um, you know, what their, what their situation is and how they can improve it by saving. And um, to me, that was, you know, that's just so obvious. It, and, and it, nobody thinks about, about it. Money in a language. Pardon me. What? I said, nobody thinks about it. It seems as simple as the ABCs and one, two, threes. But, you know, if you are speaking Spanish and somebody is talking to you about money in English, the first thing you think is they're trying to rip me off. 
Let me get out of here. There is nobody in here who is speaking my language. There is nobody in here who looks like me. I can't trust these white people with my money. They're going to take it and and run off with it. I'm just going to hide it in a pill bottle. I'm going to hide it under the mattress. I'm going to sew it into a curtain because I can't trust these people to take care of me. And then when these elders are dying, girl, folks are finding money in shoeboxes. They're finding Mm -hmm, money mm -hmm. hooked to to tablecloths. And you're thinking, oh, my God, we just... Um, had a GoFundMe to bury this woman, and she got ten thousand dollars in the damn shoebox. <laughs> right, <laughs> girl. Wait, so can you blame her? Can you no, blame her for sticking money in the shoebox? You know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. I surely cannot. Yeah. I surely cannot. Because I'm a black woman and they speak in English and I still don't understand it. And I got a degree. Yes. And I walk into the bank and I'm like, nobody looks like me. Nobody's talking to me like I want to be talked to. That's why I mm-hmm. recently switched banks. I was at Wells Fargo for years. Oh. And, 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 and girl, I was, I, I started my business and they never once talked to me in three years about, Hey, you need to do this for your business. You can do that for your business. We have these kinds of loans. Uh, we have this available for, you know, minority owned businesses. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing that got mm-hmm. me is one day I was looking at, uh, 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 Axios newsletter, um, that came in my email. It comes every morning and there was an ad for Wells Fargo about all the cool stuff that they do for minority own businesses girl almost threw up i was like what in the hell is this i ain't never got none of this stuff and i immediately called them and was like how do i access this and nobody ever got back with me and that's when i was like you know what i'm going over to Bremer bank I'm going over to Bremer Bank because they, um, you know, are dedicated to small business owners. Uh, they speak my language. There's somebody in there who looks like me. And we can chat mm-hmm. and talk and, and find out what is best for me. And, you know, I, I, I don't even know the last time I went into a bank and saw um, someone who was Latina. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you walk in there mm-hmm. and you don't see anybody who looks like you, girl, you just walk out. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what we say in the story. It's a lonely space for Latinas, uh, the world of investment banking and financial advising and all, all you know, the, all these banking professions. You don't see a lot of Latinas in them. Now, you got to tell me, where do we go from here? How do we buck the trend? How do um, Latina women begin to build wealth um, generationally for this generation and the generations to come? Well, what we found in our story is we just got to keep sending Latina women to college and making sure, mm-hmm. you know, they're not saddled with zillions of dollars of student debt. And um, as one of the experts pointed out, we've got to make sure they understand the importance of preserving social programs like Social Security so the women who do rely on it can continue to rely on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. the, the one thing that, that concerns me, and I know that we deal with it in the African-American community, not so much now, but in my mother's generation, is the women could not surpass the men. You know, if you oh, were about to do something and it you were going to make more money than your husband or, or you were going to do something that outshined your husband, you would shy away from that because you did not want to make him feel like um, you were better or you were doing more. You know, our role is to always support the men, even more so in the Latina community. Talk to me about Mm -hmm. um, the factor that that is when you start talking about Latina women building wealth. 
Yeah, well, um, this the same expert I was just talking about a second ago. He he told me that um, it, this is still a huge problem culturally for Latinas. They are they are taught to believe in this fairy tale that uh, the you know their husband is going to support the family, and um, they should do as you say, you, you know, just just what you were talking about: be subservient and support your man and and um not try to outshine him in any way and so there's there's still there's still some women subscribing to that and they you know unfortunately a lot of times end up divorced or you know their husband dies or leaves or something and and um and then they're stuck holding the bag you know they have children grandchildren they have to support mm-hmm. and and you know they do you know they do their best to everybody and it's rough it is rough yeah. out there girl it is hard and these women are mm-hmm. so resilient i just appreciate the example that they are um for their families and the work that they do in community tammy i thank you so much for shining the spotlight on this story um in the new york times and for all the work that you do you got to tell people how they can follow you on social media uh where they can get a hold of you your website you got some books coming out girl because i'm getting texts and dms from folks like who is tammy you never had her on your show before (laughs) she is awesome i love this conversation are y'all gonna talk on hour and and so folks want more of you more of this where can they find you so that the next time you got an article coming out they can get it for themselves and they got to come on my social media profile to find you oh you're so nice it's uh i'm on twitter at tammy nice word n-i-c-e-w-o-r-d and you spell my first name tammy t-a-m-m-y and i'd love to hear from you i'd love to hear from all your listeners that'd be great Oh, girl, they finna. Okay, so you better get on social media because they gonna start following you, um, and they be oh, well, expecting. Um, girl, they expect um, instant responses. Like literally, we're in the middle of a conversation, and they're chiming in on Facebook and Twitter, and in my DMs. Like I can look at them and talk to them and you at the same time. They are amazing. I oh. love it. It's 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 Linnea, it's Brenda, <laughs> it's Tom, it's Charlotte, it's all the people who listen to this show every single week. So thank you so much for being here, for spending a little bit of your evening with me. And we will surely look forward to new columns, new stories, um, and new adventures from you. Well, I will look forward to listening to you because this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. All right. And you all stick around. Don't go anywhere. One of my favorite people in the whole wide world is coming up next. It is 736. You are listening to Still Talking on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. Geraldine Steele is out. I'm in. My name is Shaletta Brundage. If you like what you hear tonight, you can always catch me on the Shaletta Show on Saturdays from 11 to 2. And Jonathan is here with me. And, you know, Jonathan uh, produces the show that I do every Saturday. And we were chatting about the story where the dad uh, had his car uh, stolen with his four small minor children inside and he chased that car down and rescued his children and he said you know what i'm not going home without my kids and it's not like this gentleman um was in the store and left his kids in the car or you know pumping gas he was getting some stuff out of the trunk had his hand on the car 
when this criminal jumped in with this these small children inside and drove off. And Jonathan, I don't know if you heard, but Rusty actually did an interview uh, with this dad and it's been playing at the top of the newscast and I just been you know just chatting chatting it up with Rusty about you know the dad and and um you know what kind of person he was and, and I was talking with Eric over at KSTP and he was saying how amazing these kids are and how you know he had so much fun um you know at the house with this family um you know and, and how the kids were climbing on the tripod you know they toddler kids you know and uh, they were, you know, messing with the camera and the cameraman. And, you know, they were just so active. And Eric and I were laughing. And he was like, I forgot what it's like to have little bitty toddler kids around. And I was like, you know what? Uh, please don't forget, Eric, you need like some bubbles or some flashy things or some balloons or some clapping hands or something. If you're trying to interview a child's parent and you want those kids to be quiet, you better have something to keep them occupied. Because otherwise, they're going to mess up your interview. That's just, you know that's just point blank how it goes but it was so um amazing to hear that dad's voice um right here on the good neighbor station so if you uh did not get a chance to hear rusty ray's um amazing interview with this dad who was um whose car was carjacked with his small young children inside um in north minneapolis you want to tune in at the top of the hour to hear that news report because his voice, his story. And he's like, you know, I'm just not even a hero. I just did what dads do. Um, I wasn't going home without my kids. And I swear to you, I felt that. I felt that in my toenails. And I'm going to just tell y'all, uh, since that story happened, since that broke, um, and y'all know I'm always in North Minneapolis. Um, that's where I go to church. Um, you know, so I, I'm over there um, doing ministry work, reaching out, um, community activism, um, you know, helping out at the food pantries, um, you know, helping out with the children um, over in that community making sure they have what they need um just finished doing some you know glove and hat and coat and scarf type stuff um because a lot of those kids are outside as cold as it is right now um and the parents just don't have the money for gloves and scarves and hats and so you know just making sure that those things get passed out and distributed whether i am in north minneapolis or edina or cottage grove if i'm getting out the car for any reason i'm taking the keys with me and the kids they were at the gas pump uh, yesterday. Like, why are we all standing outside while you pump gas, Mama? It's cold out here. I said, honey, Mama, not taking no chances. Y'all going to stand right out here, and we're going to watch uh, Melissa Menounos on the TV. They were just amazed that at the gas pump, uh, you can actually watch TV. So at first, they did not want to get out the car because it was cold outside. But then when they realized that you could watch TV, while you're pumping gas and uh, Maria Menounos was doing the, the celebrity guys. They didn't even know what she was talking about, but just the fact that the TV was playing at the gas pump had them all kinds of excited. So then when it was time to get back in the car, um, they don't want to, they want to stand outside and watch more TV. And they wanted to know if the um, gas station attendant could let us borrow the remote um, so that they could watch Nick jr. 
um, at the pump. And, and I told them that that probably was not possible, um, that this was sponsored programming. And, um, and and that was probably no way we could actually change the channel. It's not like, you know, Comcast, Xfinity, where you could just take the remote and then scroll through the guide until you found a cartoon to watch. This is what's going to play and it's on the loop. So if we stand out here any longer, not only are we going to freeze, but also we're going to see the same thing over and over again. So, you know, as a parent, you know, we just have to take extra precaution because, you know, and, and it's that time of year, too. It's that time of year where uh, people are desperate. They're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and it, it's 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 just bad out there now. And, and so um, instead of getting jobs, because everybody's hiring, um, they would rather follow you to the gas station. And while you're pumping gas, um, take your purse out of the front seat of the car while you're not looking. Or um, if you stop and you want to run in to pick up your dry cleaning and leave your car on, uh, so that it'll stay warm, uh, they, uh, they'll they just jump in your car while you're trying to get your dry cleaning so you'll have your uniforms for work the next week. And so, you know, it, it's just, it's that time of year, you know, right around Christmas uh, where people get desperate and they do desperate things. And so we don't want to give anybody an opportunity. So, you know, I always tell my girlfriends, don't even carry a purse right now. You know, put your um, valuables, your ID, your credit card, your cash, put it in your pocket. Put it in your coat pocket. It's cold. We all got coats on. All coats have pockets. Put it in your pocket. Put your wallet in your pocket. Um, You know, whether it's in the inside or outside coat pocket. But I definitely do not carry a purse uh, probably at the beginning of November. Because think about it, ladies. You got two, three kids. I got four. I'm a mark. If somebody runs up to me in the parking lot at Target or Hy-Vee and they snatch my purse, I got four kids with me. Three of them have special needs. I can't run after them and they know that. So I'm a mark. They know they can snatch my purse and run and I'm not able or capable of chasing them down. And so what we want to do is, um, you know, just be safe. Be cautious. Don't give these criminals any reason to target you. Um, you know, if you get out of the car, even if you're at the gas station, take the keys. If you got to carry a purse, and, and I know I get it. My mama carries a purse that probably weighs 30 pounds. What she has in there, I don't know. But if you got to carry a purse, put it in the trunk or put it underneath the seat so that people don't see it. If you go shopping and you're getting stuff for the kids or your coworkers, Make sure you got a blanket in the car so that you don't leave those gifts lying around where people can see it through your car windshield. You just don't want to do that. You don't want to ruin it. You don't want to say, I remember Christmas 2022, somebody stole all my kids' gifts. I don't want to have to donate to you GoFundMe because you got your kids' gifts taken. I'm telling you now, bring your blanket, throw it on top of the gifts. Or as soon as you buy the gifts, take them home. Even if you're making two or three stops, unload in the garage, put them somewhere, and then go out and buy the rest of the things you need. But try not to leave those things in the car. And be mindful and make sure nobody's following you. I pass up my house about three or four times when I come home. Because I want to make sure that that car that turned on my street behind me isn't following me. 
And if I see him make three left turns and I made three left turns, then he going to have to come to the gas station and, and we're going to have to have a chat. Be careful. Be cautious. That's my advice for today. We'll be right back. It is 748. It is still talking on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. Geraldine Steele is out. I am in. My name is Shaletta Brundage. If you like what you hear tonight, you can always catch me on Saturdays from 11 to 2 on the Shaletta Show, sponsored by Otto Bremer Trust. Now, I heard Rusty Ray's report um, at the top of the hour with the dad who was carjacked. Um, with his kids in the car, he chased the car down to rescue his children. And I had to get Rusty on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker hotline because you actually talked to this dad. Yeah, I did. Uh, it took me, I don't know, it took me about an hour to track him down. Uh, I guess it was on Friday. And, um, you know, I've been doing this a long time like you. And I sometimes these folks don't always want to talk uh, when something like this has happened. Uh, no matter what the outcome was, but I just thought, well, all I can do is ask. And I'd seen the story on another outlet, and I just looked for his name and found him. And um, and he, he said, yeah, what, what, what time do you want me to, to call you? So he, he called in, and his wife was on the line, too. I didn't realize that she would be. But, you know, then you just have to get into the mode of tell me what happened and tell me how this came to be and tell me what you were thinking. And it was pretty remarkable to hear from him, pretty remarkable that they could – be able to talk about this. I don't know if somebody had my. I don't know if I could. Like I don't Wait, I don't and then could. the suspect is still out there. That's the thing. They there. have not yeah. caught this guy, so I surely would not talk. I would have been like, "Excuse me, Rusty Ray. Number one, I don't know you. Number two, the exactly. suspect is still out there. Exactly. Um, he could have remembered my plate. He could come and try to get me. He knows. I know what he looks like. This, these are serious charges. This is not just carjacking. There's also right. kidnapping of four minor children. So this guy, right. whenever he is caught, is looking at some serious time. Um, but he wanted to tell this story. Why do you think he he decided to speak out? I think that the biggest, probably the biggest takeaway that he wanted other people to hear is that this can happen very quickly. And he, he kind of repeated this point when I, in the conversation um, that literally stepped out of his truck to close the back gate, you know, to close the, the back door on his SUV. And it was that quick that this guy jumped in and took off. And what he did, he did tell me, Shaletta, and I didn't include it in the, in the story that we play on the air, but he did tell me when the guy, when he ran in the back of him, the guy jumped, jumped out and he was running away and he was saying, sorry, dude, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like he kept apologizing. Like he knew, you know, I think it was just so much happening at once. And I'm not saying that he did the right thing. I'm just saying it was interesting to hear that he was saying, I'm sorry, dude, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, as he was running off. So, And that's the thing uh, I was telling Jonathan when we crazy. talked about this story yesterday, Rusty, was that I bet old boy who stole a car didn't even realize he had kids in there. No. Probably not. Probably not. If it was if it was dark and he was moving as fast as he was, and maybe he was, he was thinking of other things, or maybe not in his right mind. I'm just you know making making assumptions there. But um, yeah, it's and so you know that they they just I think that's what they wanted people to know is that look, you got to be on guard all the time. You don't leave your don't leave your kids if you're running into the store, or don't don't turn your back for a second because 
these crazy things can happen. And, you know, these kids are just so adorable. How are they doing? Did you ask him how the kids were doing? You know, because my kids have, have been in situations that, um, yeah. you know, as a parent, you know they're scary. But but the kids yeah. don't realize it. Did the kids right. know? What did he say about the kids? How how are they coping with this? Well, that's the first thing the, the mom jumped on the line and said that they're the oldest. These kids are all four years old and younger. And so the oldest is only four. And she said that he, I think I believe it's a he, is having a hard time was having a hard time for a day or so even talking or even making mm. making you know sentences and he normally can speak in full sentences but she said he he wouldn't even really talk and it was just then coming around a couple of days after the fact so it definitely had an impact on on the oldest child and and the younger ones you know the youngest one was 10 months old is oh 10 months God, old so Jesus. you know they may not remember or may not have any idea but i'm sure that the parents, you know, rushing to them was probably frightening and probably overwhelming. And the accident, so. you know, the the bumping of the car yeah, and the yeah, guy yeah, running yeah. and seeing yeah. some man that you've never seen before suddenly take off. Who knows what he smelled like, what he was saying, if he was screaming oh, or yeah. whatever. Right. Oh, my God. Okay, so I had this amazing idea. Huh? It just came to me. Okay. I want to send this family to Florida on vacation. Well, that'd be something, wouldn't it? I want to get them tickets. I want to send them to Universal Orlando Resorts so wow. that they can get away um, wow. and enjoy a vacation and escape from all of the hell that they've been through. I know they have a GoFundMe set up. They're only asking yes. for like $4,000. They're almost at that goal. Yeah. But I want to do yeah. something more than this $4,000 are asking for because I, I looked at the GoFundMe and I was like, okay, this is nice, but I want to do something for this dad and this family yeah. um, that yeah. they will remember more than um, this almost tragic event. So I'm going to coordinate with you to get in we touch see. with this okay. dad and okay. I'm going to see if they would allow my company, ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com, and my partners, okay. um, the people who yep. sponsor me, to send them uh, for a week to just get away, to go to Universal Orlando, to get on a plane, maybe on Sun Country or whatever, whoever, um, and, and get over there and just have a good time and just try to put all this behind them. Everybody wow. is healthy. Everybody is well. Yeah, it was traumatic, but, you know, nobody got hypothermia. Nobody was injured. You know, nobody was kidnapped. Nobody was held at gunpoint. Right. I, I just, I just want these kids and these parents right. to get away for a minute. And you know, yeah. if I have to be the one to sponsor that, I want to do it. So, so I, I'm, a, I'm gonna rely on you, Rusty. I'm counting on you. Okay. I know you drink eggnog okay. before December the first, <laughs> so you suspect. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> gonna redeem myself. I'm trying to redeem myself. This anyway, is a chance yeah, for you to redeem it. yourself. <laughs> I want you to find out from this dad if he will okay. allow me to send him and his family on vacation for a few days all expenses well, paid yeah shoot, so shoot they can just a, get away a good way for him yeah shoot me a good way for him to get in touch with you and i can reach back out to the same channel i did um on friday and i'll see what i can find out yeah find out from him because you know i, I just really want to do something for them and give them an experience that they won't forget so that they um, can start yeah. off the holidays on a on an amazing note, and I think between you know my company and the people that that sponsor it and, and my yeah. community partners, we ought to be able to come together and do something amazing for this dad and his children and his wife. 
Shaletta, when you say jump, people say, now? Now? <laughs> what am I now? Now? Yeah. That's how it works. Right? That's how it works. That's how it works. Because right. they know we do good work in the community. And I, I just That's I right. saw the, the pictures and then I heard you talking to this man and I heard his wife and I was like, oh, my God, I'm a parent. And, you know, this is the thing. We're both parents who can't identify right. with what they going through. You just I, I, I just know that they want to get away. And if they got to go find me, you know, they're probably cash strapped. They got four small kids. You know, life is fast and expensive. And so if, if we can do something sure to bless is. this family, I just. I just want to do that. So come on, Rusty. Let's make it happen. I mean, you know, the eggnog thing, I'm going to try to put it behind me, and I'm counting on you, Rusty. <laughs> Let's do what we can do. I'll, I'll reach out to him. I'll reach out to him, and I'll be in touch with you for sure. All right. Sounds like a plan. You have a good night, brother. Thank you for joining me on the show. I appreciate it. Always. Always my pleasure. So, Eddie, y'all have a good night. All right. You as well. And, hey, y'all have a good night, but don't go anywhere because we have more Steel Talking coming up next on News Talk 830 WCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 